Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, everyone. This is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery. Today, we're going to dive into the inner game of success the inner game of the psychology of what determines your behavior, what determines whether or not you take any action whatsoever towards creating financial abundance, financial freedom, financial security, to change your entire life. What are those invisible forces that we need to shift and ensure can pull us towards the destiny or the vision that we have? At the same time, what are the limiting beliefs? What are the conflicts that we have within us, those invisible forces that ensure our failure? that allow us just to settle in life for mediocrity? Why is it that some people, even though they have the intention of wanting to be successful, they have the the desire for it, but they're not taking action and they self-sabotage their success? That's what we're gonna dive into today because so many people, often when they wanna achieve success, they don't realize the inner game is what produces whether or not they take any action whatsoever towards their dreams or towards whatever it is that they want in their life. Often they look for the strategy, they look for the information, they look for the blueprint, they look for the roadmap, the step-by-step process, but they don't realize that all of that is useless unless they first shift what's up here. The inner game, your psychology, that's what's gonna determine your success. 80% of your success is your psychology, only 20% is the mechanics or the strategy. So what I'm gonna share with you today is so important. There's so much information I'm gonna share with you. This is 17 years of personal development and studying and research that I've done in my life to determine all of what I'm gonna give you. But also I wanna give credit to a few different sources. I wanna give huge credit to Tony Robbins. He's got an incredible event called Date With Destiny. That's my third time that I've done it. I just did it uh, recently again. Uh, about a week ago, and he has this event. He really goes deep into some of this information that I'm gonna share with you. So if you wanna go deeper with it, he's got a six-day event called Date With Destiny that goes into this inner game. Uh, I wanna give credit to Dr. John Martini from his book, The Values Factor. I wanna give credit to a book called Values Clarification and a lot of the neuro-linguistic programming community, NLP, um, and there's many other sources of psychology of what I'm gonna share with you here today, but I wanna give credit to that, and I'll maybe link to some resources below for you in the description. What determines your success? Three things. Three things when it comes to the inner game, because your inner game is gonna determine, again, whether or not you take any action whatsoever. The first thing is your values. The second thing is your beliefs. And the third thing is your emotional states. Okay, you might wanna jot this down. Your values, your beliefs, and your emotional states. So we're gonna dive into each of these. First thing is your values. What are values? Values are emotional states that you determine are most important to you in your life. Okay, we all value different things. You know, if I were to ask you what's most important to you in your life, 
you might share with me a few different things. You might share with me your family. You might share with me love. You might share with me success. You might share with me uh, your health is most important to you in your life. Uh, you might share with me that God and your spirituality is most important to you in your life. You might share that happiness is most important for you in life. You might share that fun uh, is important for you, joy, gratitude, adventure. There's so many things that we value. However, we don't all value them equally. Okay, we, there's a certain hierarchy of values and whatever you value is going to determine your decisions in your life. See, anytime you make a decision in your life, a big one or a small one, your brain is trying to determine what do you value more? Okay, it's going to make a decision based on what's most important to you in your life. So, for example, if you are someone that values love, uh, perhaps, then you're going to do things that are going to create more love in your life. You're going to probably spend more time with friends and family and other people. You might, you know, want to be a pleaser to other people as well. If you value security, then you're going to make decisions that are going to ensure your security, right? If you value adventure, you're going to do things that can give you adventure in your life. Now, the hierarchy is important because if you're someone, let's say there's two different people here, one person, their top value, let's say is security. The other person here, their top value is adventure. Now, those two different people, they're going to make very different decisions in their life, right? Someone that values security, they want to be safe. They want to be comfortable. Uh, the type of job that they have and what they do for a career is going to ensure their security. The vacation that they go for uh, is probably going to be a more secure vacation versus the person that values adventure. They're going to probably do a very different thing for the, for a living. They're going to go on a very different vacation. The two people are going to probably do very different things on their weekends. So the hierarchy is so important. And that's why, by the way, we've got billions of people on this planet. Everybody is different. We live in this diverse world where everybody has different beliefs and values. And by going through what I'm going to share with you, you can start to appreciate other people and understand them a lot more. Instead of thinking that everyone has to have your values or your beliefs, you can understand why people do what they do. Now, um, you can imagine someone that's successful in life or someone that's wanting to pursue success, even you watching this video right now, in order to be successful, you have to value success. And so if we have a person over here and success is on their list of values, they've determined that's important for them in life, then of course, they're going to watch a video like this. Uh, they're maybe going to read books about success, want to learn about success, probably want to work hard in their job, their career, start a business in order to pursue that because they've determined that's important to them in life. However, other people don't value success. There's many people out there, it's not even on their list of values. It's not that important to them. And so therefore, they're not really going to pursue it. They're just going to be content and satisfied with their life. You know, if you're someone that's pursuing success and maybe you have certain friends or family members and you don't understand why they're just complacent in their life, they don't value success. I know many people like that. My mom is 71 years old, never valued success. Doesn't, you know, doesn't have any interest in it, doesn't care for it. You know, she's very happy and satisfied and content with her life. It's not important for her. So obviously, to become successful you need to make sure that you value success. And where you value success on your hierarchy of values is gonna determine whether or not you even pursue it over other things. So I'm gonna give you a list here. And um, I'll give you a list, I, I should mention, there's two different types of values. There's towards values and there's away from values. Towards values are the emotional states that you're trying to move towards. And I should clarify, and by the way, away from values are emotional states you're trying to avoid, 
Okay, like rejection, like fear, like embarrassment, humiliation, failure, anger, frustration, unworthiness, loneliness, okay? And we all have a hierarchy of what's more important for us to avoid. Some people, they really want to avoid rejection. Other people, rejection is not that painful for them. They really want to avoid depression, right? Or they really want to avoid unworthiness, right? So there's certain things that we all value differently when it comes to what we're trying to avoid. Now, I should mention there's also, uh, when it comes to values, there's a means value and an ends value, okay? And by the way, I'm going to explain all this and then give you an example so that you can understand it, but I want you to reflect and look at yourself and your life. This right now, what we're doing here is so important. This is your software. This is your operating system. And for most of us, you're running a software that's 10 years old, 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old, however old you are, you've never updated it. You know, if you've got a software that's not up to date, you have a software that's not allowing you to achieve the success or the life or the vision that you want, then you're always gonna be in a conflict. That's why a lot of people, they make two steps forward, two steps back, they don't understand the invisible forces that determines every decision that they make. So this is so important. If I You know, if you had a cell phone that's 10 years old, people would make fun of you, right? So the world is always changing and evolving, but we have to make sure that we consciously update and evolve our own software because if we don't, you're not going to achieve what you want in your life. So if you're wondering why you're not achieving success, why don't you have the life you want, then this is it, okay? These factors of what I'm going to share with you are going to help you have an awareness and consciousness of why you do what you do, and also to understand and appreciate other people, not to judge them, not to think that you're superior and your values and your beliefs are right and theirs are wrong. There's no right and wrong. Everybody wants a different life, right? So we've got to respect that with other people, but that's going to allow you to have compassion and understanding for others. So uh, when it comes to, there's a a means value and an ends value. So oftentimes if you say to yourself, well, family is important to you, great, awesome, What you're really after though is an ends value, an emotional state. So everybody might value family, but what you're trying to get from family, the emotion that you're looking to experience is really what you're after. So a value is kind of like a target that, you know, if you have like a dartboard and you know, the center of it, that's the target that you want to hit and you've got a dart or you've got a bow and arrow, you're trying to hit that target. That's really what you're after. So when it comes to family, really what you're after perhaps Some people, they value family for the security that it provides for them. Other people, they value family for connection or love. Other people value family for fun, right? Other people value family for, you know, just their happiness. It gives them a sense of happiness by being around their family. If I, if you say that you value money, well, you're not really after money. You're after the feeling that money will give you. So for some people, money gives them significance, status. Other people, money gives them security. Some people, money, really what they're after is freedom. Other people, what they're after is contribution, right? They value, they want to make a difference. They want to give, they want to contribute. And money is just a vehicle. It's the means to an end, which is contribution for them. Other people, money is happiness or fun. So the emotional state that you're after, that's really what you want to identify. So I'll give you a list of uh, someone's, let's say, towards values. And then we're also going to do their away from values. And what I want you to do, okay, I want you to think as you go through this process. This is really important because, listen, if you let your learning, you know, if you let your learning lead to knowledge, then you're a fool. If you let your learning lead to action, it can change your entire life. And the only way that you're going to make 
action out of what I share with you is for you to actually pay attention, to actually look at this list I'm going to share with you and to become a practical psychologist to try to identify and be a detective to understand the importance of the hierarchy. We're going to look at the consequences of these values in a certain order and to identify what they need to be differently to, in order for this person to create success and the reasons why they're not creating success in their life. And you might be surprised you'll probably be able to relate through this process. So pay attention. First thing, uh, okay, I'll give you a list of towards values for a person. And this is the hierarchy of them, okay? This is the order in which they've determined is most important for them. So number one is love, okay? Number two is security. Number three is fun and adventure. Number four is comfort. Number five is success. Number six is freedom. Number seven is happiness. Number eight is health. And number nine is honesty and integrity. Okay. Let's say that this is someone's top nine towards values of what they've determined are most important for them in life in the specific order. Now, the first thing we want to do when you, when you look at this list here is you want to identify what are all the benefits of this person having these values in this order. If you were to hallucinate this person, what would their life be like? Okay, someone that valued these things, what would their life be like? And I like to use the word hallucinate because we don't really know. We're making a bit of a, a judgment. We don't really know this person. So when you say hallucinate, I hallucinate this person's life is going to be like what? So let's look at the first value. This is someone that values love more than anything else in their life. And so I hallucinate that someone that really values love in this position, they're going to be a lover. They're going to be someone that, you know, really values their family, their friends, other people, maybe their relationship, maybe their family with their kids. And that's a beautiful thing. So someone that values this number one, they value it over everything else. They're going to, you know, love people and want to be around people and do what's best for their, them, their family in spite of their security and find a, you know, in spite of fun and adventure. If they had that choice, they're going to pursue what's going to lead to love most. And that's a really beautiful thing. Number two, security. What's the benefit of that? Well, this is someone that values security. They're going to work hard to be secure in their life. They're going to want to make sure they can provide for their family most likely. They're going to want to make sure that they have financial security. So I can probably imagine this person has a job, something that gives them a sense of security. They'll probably stay in that job for a very long time. There's someone that probably has a savings right? Because security is important to them. They probably have a certain amount of money put aside for an emergency because they don't want to embrace or do anything that's going to threaten that security. They probably have, you know, a relationship, a secure relationship and make, you know, made sure that they're, you know, committed to that person long-term. That's something that's very important for them as well. Beautiful. Okay. Fun and adventure. That's number three. Well, this is someone that enjoys having fun, enjoys having adventure in their life. That's an amazing thing. They probably, you know, have their job and they, you know, probably in the evening times or on the weekends, they have fun. They go on adventures. Maybe they have certain hobbies or interests, or maybe they travel. Awesome. Number four is comfort. So this is someone that wants to be comfortable in their life. And so, you know, the benefits of this is they're probably, you know, evenings or weekends want to do things that give them a sense of comfort. Um, they're probably going to, you know, enjoy maybe watching Netflix on the weekends or evening times or, uh, you know, maybe playing video games or things of that nature. Uh, success is important to them at number five. So this is someone that values success. Uh, they probably work hard to be successful in their job, in their career. Um, you know, they probably learn about success and, you know, that's something that's important for them that they want to pursue in their life. Great. Number six is freedom. So for them, they want to have freedom in their life. That could be, you know, mean many different things for people, which by the way, we'll get into the beliefs 
after this, because whether or not you determine you even hit and experience these emotional states are going to be based on your beliefs. Um, but they probably, you know, enjoy having freedom on their weekends and, you know, their vacations and, you know, the freedom to, to do what they want to do in their life, which is great. Number seven is happiness. So there's some that, you know, happiness is important to them that they're going to pursue that. Uh, health, they're a healthy person. They're going to, you know, make some healthy choices in their life, which is great. Honesty and integrity, beautiful. They're going to try to do what's right and what's most in high integrity and to do the right thing. Amazing. So you can see there's a lot of great benefits that you can hallucinate someone's life, what, what it would look like if they value these things in this order. Now, on the other hand, let's look at the consequences or the conflicts that can exist in a human being that values these emotional states in this hierarchy. And by the way, I should mention what's most important really is knowing what your vision is for your life, what you want your ultimate destiny to be. Because if this person were to say, I want to create financial success, financial freedom, I want to, you know, change the world, I want to build this great business, uh, all these different things, based on the context of what they want in their life, these values may or may not support them in getting there. Okay. On the other hand, if, you know, this person's just, you know, um, you know, doesn't care for certain things and, you know, doesn't have huge aspirations or dreams like that, then it might not matter. So your values, the context that matters is what you want in your life. And you want to determine whether or not your values are going to pull you towards getting there. Cause oftentimes people, they want certain things from their life, but their values are not going to support them in getting there. And so that's why it always feels like a push. It's always a struggle. They take two steps forward, two steps back because they have values in conflict, which is what we're going to identify right now. Okay, so let's look at some of the conflicts that can exist. And hopefully you're trying to pay attention and trying to look and identify what those might be. Okay, so first, having love number one, is there a consequence for potentially having love as the most important thing that you want in your life? Well, you know, as you can imagine, you know, if you love, you can get hurt. So there's a risk in loving. You know, if you just give love to your partner or your family, then you can get hurt by other people. Um, you know, you kind of want to play devil's advocate here. Um, you know, this person might be a pleaser, right? So they might do everything to please other people and want to take care of them and support them. Um, and they're going to sacrifice even their own security because they value love over security. There might be times where, you know, they give up their own security just to make sure that they love. And that, that can be a great, a beautiful thing, a great benefit, but there can also be a downside to that as well. Um, how about security so high up on the list? Well, there's a consequence to that, which is that this person's not going to take any big risks in their life. And if this person says that they want to create success, and they have it actually on their list at number five, the problem is, is that they're not going to take any risks that will jeopardize their sense of security. So they want to be secure first, then successful. So this person's more likely to want to pursue success in their job or in their career by having security first, but that might limit them because maybe there's a ceiling in how successful they can become in their job or their career. The other challenge with this is that this person's not going to really want to grow in their life because to grow and to get outside your comfort zone means that you have to risk your security on some level. And so to grow, to push yourself, to make a risk in yourself or an investment in yourself might mean jeopardizing their sense of security. And so that's something that is so important for them high up on their list that it can actually limit them and hold them back from creating the life they really want. The other challenge is, is that this person, you know, that the reality is security is a bit of an illusion, isn't it? Because we're never 100% secure. I mean, if you want security, go to prison. You know, that's, and even then you're probably not even fully secure. 
you got to understand security is an illusion because every day you're taking a risk by crossing the street, by getting in your car and driving. And there's complete strangers driving in the opposite direction that you don't even know. They could be drunk. They could be on their cell phone. You don't know these people and they could, you know, potentially end your life. So security is an illusion. We have a belief that allows us to feel a sense of security, but that is something that can prevent them from growing in their life, taking chances, experiencing life, and stepping outside their comfort zone. So that could be a conflict if this person wants to be successful. Fun and adventure, great. They're going to make sure, though, they have security first before they have fun and adventure. So if they don't have security in their life, they're not going to pursue fun and adventure. The challenge here, though, is they have fun and adventure and even comfort above success. And so this person is more likely to want to spend their evenings and their weekends for love with their family and friends, having fun and being comfortable, probably watching Netflix or video games or whatever it might be. They'll prioritize that over their success. The challenge with that is that in order to become successful, you're going to have to make a sacrifice. You need time to put into your business, your career, to grow, to expand. And because this person values those other things above their success, they're not going to make those sacrifices. They're not going to sacrifice their weekend. If they have a decision to make this upcoming weekend and you know their friend says, hey, let's go camping this weekend or hey, let's go on this trip or hey, do you want to go golfing? They're going to make a decision based on what's going to fulfill their value of fun first or comfort first. They might be more likely just to sit around and play video games and have a sense of comfort than putting in the hard work, the extra time to achieve their goals and achieve their dreams. So that's a big conflict right there. The conflict is, is that they value fun and adventure, comfort and and love and security above their success, which is fine if this person has a fun life and has great comfort, has those great things more likely in their life. But if they want success, they're gonna, they're gonna see why they're not pursuing it and why they're not taking action and why they're not creating it. Does that make sense? So I'm not saying that everybody wants success because some people, it's not the most important thing for them. But if you really do want it, that is a potential conflict that you can see here in this person's values. Uh, a few other conflicts that you could see here is happiness is lower than success. And so most likely I'd hallucinate that this person doesn't allow themselves to feel happy unless they're first successful. See, for me, I remember I used to have my happiness lower on my list. I had my success above my happiness. And so I was trying to achieve things and do things in order to become happy. And when I switched it, I made happiness more important than my success. Then I was in a place of happily achieving. My happiness was first. I was achieving things not from a place of emptiness that I'm unhappy and that success is going to make me happy. Rather, I was full. I had a full cup. I was in a place of abundance And when I was happier, I find that I had more energy to pursue my success. Does that make sense? So this person's going to sacrifice their happiness for their success. Uh, So that's a potential conflict in their sense of fulfillment in life. Um, They've got health at number eight. And it's great that they value health. So they're still going to do things to support their health. But they're going to pursue success and have fun with their friends and have comfort, all those things above their health. And so they're more likely to want to do things that give them comfort, probably eat junk food or to, you know, go to nice restaurants and have that comfort and have that fun and, you know, maybe connect with people and have that sense of love. Or, you know, they're probably going to value their success more. So they might not work out in the morning and take care of their body. They're going to sacrifice their health in the name of their success. That's a potential conflict there because they don't realize that their health, if you value that more, that can give you the energy to support your success. 
So that could be a potential conflict and an opportunity there you can shift that if you value your health more, then you're going to take care of your vehicle and you're going to have more energy, more emotion in order to take action with your success. And they also value honesty, integrity there at the list, which is a beautiful thing. But when you have it less than something like success, they value, they value honesty, integrity, but if it came down to it, if there was a certain scenario where this person had to potentially consider lying in order to protect their success or to get further ahead, based on their list of values, they, they would probably do what would lead to their success more than being honest or being an in integrity. So an example of that might be this person might, um, if there's a great job or promotion they could get, they might lie on an interview, right? They might lie on their resume, but someone that valued honesty above their success, man, that's even more important than their success. So they're going to make sure they're honest. They have integrity first. That's more important, you know, when it comes to, you know, uh, uh, they'd much rather do that than lie in order to become more successful. Um, or, you know, for example, maybe on their tax return, they might not be totally honest or truthful, right? Because maybe by being lying can get them further ahead. So there's still going to be a uh, person of honesty and integrity. But when it comes down to certain scenarios, they're going to value their success and some of these other values more. So do you understand this so far? Do you understand just the, how important the hierarchy is? And when you really dissect it, you can start to see some of the conflicts that this person might have in their life and why they do what they do and why they make the decisions that they make. And so you can understand this person a lot more. And again, it's not right or wrong. It's right or wrong in the context of what this person wants. So if this person wants to create success in their life, there would have to be a few shifts. They might have to value success higher on their list. Now, listen, I remember for me, when I was younger and I was really driven to become successful in my life, to be honest with you, success was one of my top three values. It was one of my top three values. I was willing to sacrifice fun, I was willing to sacrifice my health. I was willing to sacrifice love and relationships. I was willing to sacrifice time with my family and my friends. I was willing to sacrifice a lot. And so for me, I was willing to work. You know, if you ever wonder why is it that these some entrepreneurs and Elon Musk and people like that, they work like 16 hour days, 20 hour days. It's insane because they value something so high up on their list. It might be success, but it might not be. An Elon Musk, it might be legacy, it might be contribution, but there's something that they're valuing so much that they're willing to sacrifice other things in their life, even time with their family, even their own health, right? So for me, I wanted success so bad, I was willing to sacrifice other things. And so if I had the choice on the weekend, I could work in my business, I could pursue success, or my friends are saying, hey, there's this great party, do you want to go out to it? I would choose my success and work harder for that rather than indulge in the fun because I value the success higher than that. Does that make sense? Now, for me, in order to become successful, I had to make success that important. You know, and I remember I was so frustrated because I wasn't creating success in my life. I wasn't achieving the results. I wasn't taking enough action. And when I was taking action, it wasn't working. And so for me, I felt pain from that. So I just kept making success even more important, even more important, even more important, even more important. And I just kept making it more and more important. Now, it was at a huge cost, again, to my fun and my happiness and my love and a lot of things in my life. And so I'm not, you know, not prescribing that to anybody. It uh, was a very painful journey for me, to be honest. I didn't have a lot of uh, freedom and fun and enjoyment in my life. But I knew that it was necessary for that stage of life. I knew that it was something that I was willing to endure for a temporary period of my life. So you got to understand your values will always change. 
Your values will change as you get older. Oftentimes when you're a kid, you value fun and play. You don't really value success. And then often when you get more into your, um, in, into your 20s, you start to value things like your career, your success, your independence, a variety of things. And then as you get into your 30s, your values can shift. You might still be valuing success in your career, but you might now be valuing family more, like love and connection. And as you get older, you know, someone that's in their 60s or 70s or 80s, they have different values as they're into retirement than someone that might be in their 20s. So your values do change through life. And I should mention too, what determines your values, how these values have occurred have been through your experiences of life. Because most of us, we didn't consciously design our values, right? We've had experiences in life. Painful events really shape your life the most. We're trying to move towards pleasure, but also avoid pain. And pain is a bigger motivator than pleasure. So as you experience pain in your life, you're going to readjust your values. And it's the same idea if you want to shift them. As when you start to link pain to having a value in a certain order on your list, you'll make a shift and you'll value other things more once you start linking pleasure and the consequence of valuing that one so much. So when it comes to this, you can see how your decisions are formed unconsciously based on the values that you have. Okay. Now, this person also, I would have to venture if they want to become successful, they might even have to add some values or remove certain values. Maybe like security. For me, security is not even on my top 10. It's just not, not a high value to me in my life. There's 10 things that I value so much more than security. And that's, you know, what makes an entrepreneur someone that, you know, they say the definition of an entrepreneur is someone that makes enough money to pay for their mistakes, right? Because Failure and mistakes are part of the journey of being successful and being an entrepreneur is taking some level of risk. So for me, security is not on my list. One of the top values that I have and have always had has been growth. And so this person doesn't even value growth. Now, growth for me is so important. It's one of the top ones even above success because for me, if I value growth, everything's possible in my life. For me, the, the upside of having growth is that I'm always going to read. I'm always going to learn. I'm always going to find the answers. Any experience that happens in my life, I can interpret it and just see it as an experience of growth. I can look at and appreciate the lessons from it. And so by having growth so I high up on my list, I'm always going to find answers. I'm always going to solve my problems. I'm always going to learn more and get exposed to more information and learnings that can change my life. Right? I'm always going to seek out mentors. Everything is possible for me when I have growth on my list. And growth also ensured that I'm always growing in every area of my life, not just my business and finances, but it's allowing me actually to grow because growth actually allowed me to transcend beyond success to value, to, to realize through my learning and education that, hey, you know what? Fulfillment is so much more important than success at the end of my life, that love is more important, that happiness is more important. And growth allowed me to not be stagnant in a fixed mindset, right? So for me, growth is one of the most important things. So this person might have to add that to their list. Another one might be contribution or giving. Because if this person was a giver, this is someone that's trying to add value, then success can follow that. So that could be something they might have to add on their list. And they have to choose where to add it in an appropriate way, right? Because if you overvalue contribution and giving, you might make sacrifices to your family or to your love or to yourself, Right. So you might be better for you to first fulfill your happiness and your love and a few other things before you give, even potentially growing before you give. Because if you grow, then you have something to give. Right. You can take care of yourself and, you know, put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you try to serve and take care of others. Maybe even passion. 
right? If this person had passion and they value that in their life, they might have more energy, more love. They might actually enjoy love and have fun with what they're doing more as a career because they value that so much more. Even intelligence, that could be something that this person can add to their list or resourcefulness or determination or confidence, right? Those are things that could support them in creating success if they start to value that more. So those are towards values, and you can play around with that. And really what you got to do is you got to ask yourself, what do I want in my life? And then what do my values need to be in order to achieve that destiny, in order for me to fulfill that vision? What are the hierarchy and the order of that? And you want to craft together your new values and condition that in your psyche so that when you have decisions to make, you're living in accordance to your values. Now, the other thing that I mentioned is that we have away from values. These are the emotional states we're trying to avoid at all costs. They're painful. We all value ones differently. Now, if I were to ask you, what emotional states are you trying to avoid in your life? What are the emotional states that you're trying to avoid? And hopefully, I hope as I explain this, you might go back to this video and actually write some of this stuff down and actually um, make a list and answer that question of what you're trying to avoid in your life so that you can really determine what your away from values are. Now, let me give you a list of someone's, and we'll use this for the same person, okay? This person's top away from value of what they're trying to avoid is rejection, Number two is unworthiness. Number three is failure. Number four is stress and anxiety. Number five is depression. Number six is humiliation. Number seven is anger. Number eight is loneliness. And number nine is shame and guilt. These are the most important things. By the way, rejection, number one. So what's a conflict there? This person wants love. That's the most important thing they want in their life, but they're trying to avoid rejection. What's the conflict with that? Is that they're probably not going to give all of their love because, well, remember I said we'll do more to avoid pain than for pleasure. And so they're trying to avoid the pain of rejection. So they might withhold their love because they don't want to be rejected or they might stay with someone too long, stay in a relationship and they might not be willing to end it because they don't want to experience potential rejection from their partner. They might be a pleaser, right? Trying to please other people because they don't want to be rejected. They might overcompensate and trying to give and trying to, you know, be there for people to really love them because they're really trying to avoid rejection. Rejection for this person, by the way, is so painful. It's like, that's how painful it is for that person at number one, right? When you understand just boom, that's pain for this person. That's going to shape their life and their decisions more than anything. Now, the other problem here with this is that they also, um, they, they, they value failure, number three, and unworthiness, and stress and anxiety. What are the chances that this person is going to become successful in their life? When they're really trying to avoid failure, which is something that you're going to have to endure and go through, as well as the stress and anxiety, because they're going to stay in their comfort zone because they value security so much. So this is a, someone that's probably going to stay in a job even if they're not happy, right? Because happiness is much lower down on the list. They're really trying to avoid failure, stress and anxiety, unworthiness, rejection. So they're gonna stay in a job, most likely. If it's not a job that they love, they'll stay in it. They'll stay in it for their security. Um, they'll stay in it because they don't wanna be a failure. They're probably gonna stay in a relationship for the security of the relationship, even if they're not really happy, right? They might not have the woman or the man of their dreams, but they'll stay in it because they value the security so much. And they're really just trying to avoid rejection and failure and unworthiness. So this is someone based on their values is more likely to settle in their life. And you can see the consequences of that just based on what they're valuing. They're not going to go really, you know, grow in their life because stress and anxiety, they're trying to avoid that. 
I mean, you're going to, you know, grow in order for you to grow. You got to get outside your comfort zone. You got to step into the unknown. You got to take chances. You have to face your fears and they're not, they're not willing to do that for them. That's something that they're really working hard to try to avoid in their life as well as humiliation. You know, there might not take action and do things that could lead to a public humiliation and, you know, be criticized on a big scale from people. So, I could go on and on in interpreting these things, but hopefully you can see the conflicts. So how this person, there's really no way for them to achieve success. They're going to desire success. They're going to take action towards success when the circumstances are right, when they have security and comfort and a variety of things, and when it's safe for them to do so. But they're not going to achieve and succeed on a big scale. In fact, most often they're going to take a few steps forward, a few steps back, a few steps forward, a few steps back, a few steps forward, a few steps back. And then eventually they're just going to stop trying because it's just too painful for them. They're going to be frustrated why they're not really achieving the results that they're after. So that's your values. And I could go on and on into this. By the way, if you're interested in going deeper with me on this, I've got a course called the Life Mastery Accelerator. I'll link to it below. This is a program that I have at lifemasteryaccelerator.com where we go deep and we do exercises on how to shift your inner game and your psychology. So I want to throw that out there that uh, might be the right program for some of you. Okay, so those are your values. Number two, I said are your beliefs. Now, when it comes to your belief systems, there's two different types. There's global beliefs. And then there's rules. What are the difference? A global belief is a belief that you have that's more general. Okay, so I am. So whatever you follow that through with, I am blank is who you'll become. So if you said, you know, I believe that I am confident. Someone that believes that they're confident is going to take very different actions in their life than someone that believes that I'm insecure. Someone that believes that I'm insecure they're going to have different relationships, different job, different careers. They're going to hold, they're not really going to take much action because that's what they believe. And your beliefs are all shaped by our experiences as well. Most often we model them from other people in our lives, our parents, our teachers, our siblings, our peers growing up. We model their belief systems or we have certain experiences that happen in our life most often that are painful that allow us to interpret a meaning of what that means and we identify with that belief. Um, so I am, I am successful or I am a failure. I am a gift from God or I am a victim. I am, uh, I am passionate. Uh, I am lazy. I'm a procrastinator. So when it comes to your beliefs, you can have empowering beliefs and disempowering beliefs. Empowering beliefs give you energy. Empowering beliefs lead you to a better quality of life. Disempowering beliefs suck the energy from you and often lead you to creating more disempowering beliefs. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you believe that you can't, then you're never going to even try. If you believe that you're not good enough, if you believe that you know, life is a bitch, and if you believe that people are evil and mean, and that you know, men are, are assholes and women are bitches, if you believe that, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's what you're going to attract. That's what you're going to find. That's what your life's going to be. If you believe that people are amazing, that people are loving, if you believe that everything's possible in life, if you believe that I'm unstoppable, then that's going to create a self-fulfilling prophecy and it's going to lead to a lot more beautiful things in your life. So global beliefs are I am, men are, women are, people are, Muslims are, Jews are, Christians are, Americans are, Canadians are, Australians are, Europeans are. Um, you know, it's even believing that life is. Life is what? Whatever you believe about life is what is going to be your experience about life. Some people believe that life is a bitch and then you die. <laughs> Other people believe that life is a gift. Other people believe that, you know, life is growth. 
Uh, life is about love. Um, money is. Some people believe that money is the root of all evil. If you believe that, what are the chances of you having much money? You're always going to sabotage it or you're going to avoid it because it's the root of all evil. If you believe that money is a tool and that money is a tool that can be used for good or for bad, then you might be more empowered to use it. If you believe that money can allow you to give and contribute more, that money can allow you to grow and expand, that money can lead to abundance in your life, that money is security, money is freedom, then you're going to have more empowering belief around money and be more likely to pursue it. So the beliefs that you have, the global beliefs are going to determine your behavior and your success. And most people have conflicting limiting beliefs about money, about success, about themselves that are getting in the way and preventing them from taking action that they need to shift. The other types of beliefs are rules. Rules are beliefs that you have about what has to happen in order for you to feel a certain way. Okay. So when it comes to your rules, the way that they come in place is around your values. They determine whether or not you even experience any of the values that you have. See, what determines whether or not you even feel successful is the rule that you have in your head, a belief that says, in order to feel successful, blank needs to happen. So if I were to ask you what has to happen for you to feel successful in your life, what would your response be? Whatever your response is, is your rule, is your belief of what has to happen for you to feel successful. So for some people, they might say, in order for me to feel successful, I need to make millions of dollars every year. In order for me to feel successful, I need to be respected by thousands of people around the world. In order for me to feel successful, I need to be one of the best in the world at what I do. In order for me to feel successful, I need to have, you know, $100,000 saved in the bank account, right? Or in order for me to feel successful, I need to do everything on my to-do list every day. Now, that person, what are their chances of feeling success? Not that often unless they meet all of those beliefs, all those rules they have, it's only when that happens that they're going to even feel success. On the other hand, another person, you could ask them, what has to happen for you to feel successful? And they might say, you know, for me, I feel successful the moment I wake up. For me, I feel successful when I remember that I'm a child of God and that I'm just worthy and significant for being alive, that, you know, I'm alive here on this planet and I didn't have to do anything and I've been given this incredible gift and that makes me feel successful. Or that person might say, in order for me to feel successful, I just need to remember something that I've achieved in my life. I need to just remember that, you know, I got a, I got an A in my test or I got an A in this subject in school. Or I got to remember what I'm capable of, right? And so for that person, what are their chances of feeling successful in their life? It's a lot easier. And here's the thing. Oftentimes people, they make it incredibly hard for them to feel good and incredibly easy for them to feel bad. And that's a problem. Because if you make it so hard on yourself to feel good, then you're not going to feel those emotions. You have all these rules in place. So if you ask someone, let's say, what has to happen in order for you to feel happy? They might say, well, in order for me to feel happy, you know, my kids have to do what I say. Well, the problem with that is that what happens when your kids don't do what, do what you say? They're not going to feel happy. Or in order for me to feel happy, I need to be in a relationship. So that means that you're not going to be happy when you're not in a relationship. And the problem with this is that you're putting your happiness as a dependency on someone else, which you have no control over. So you don't have, even have control over your own happiness. It's based on your kids and it's based on a relationship. That's a big problem. Instead, if you make it easier for you to feel happy and you say, I feel happy the moment that I wake up, I feel happy anytime I think about anything that I can be grateful for in my life. 
I feel happy any time that I focus on the love from God, the unconditional love for my creator. Or I feel happy any time I make progress towards a desire that I have in my life. You know, or I feel happy any time that I, I give something to someone else. I'm a blessing to someone else. If you make it easy for yourself, you're going to feel the happiness so much more. And here's the thing. When people make it so hard for them to feel successful or to feel happy or to feel love or to feel all these things that they really desire, they're limiting themselves from having the energy to pursue more of it. See, they don't realize success breeds more success. When you feel successful, you're more likely to pursue more success. You get momentum from that. So by making it easier for you to feel success in your life, you're going to want to pursue more. Success, love, abundance, freedom, happiness can't help but to express itself, can't help but to expand. But when you make it difficult for yourself to feel those things, then you're, you're really limiting yourself. And often what happens is the target moves. So for you, for a lot of people, success, they make it even harder. Once they get closer towards success, they say, oh, that's not success. This is success. And they make it harder and harder by moving the target, preventing them from actually feeling the things that they really want and that they really desire. It goes the same way with your away from values. If I were to ask you what has to happen for you to feel rejected in your life, and that's your number one away from value, well, someone might say, in order for me to feel rejected, someone has to criticize me. Or in order for me to feel rejected, someone would have to ignore me. Or in order for me to feel rejected, someone would have to yell at me or get mad at me. Now, the problem with that is that if someone's mad at you or criticizes you or ignores you, you're going to feel rejected. And again, you're putting that dependent on someone else. For other people that are successful, rejection is not even on their list. It's not even something they're working hard to avoid. And it's something that they don't feel very often because they made it harder for them to feel a sense of being rejected. For some people, their belief in the rule is in order for me to be rejected, I'd have to allow someone to reject me. I'd have to allow that person to there. I'd, I'd have to allow that person's opinion of me to be greater than my own opinion of myself. Right. And so as a result, they're not giving other people's opinion more power than the opinion and the beliefs they have about themselves. They value themselves, their opinion about who they are and saying, you know what? I'm a good person. I'm a loving person. I'm a successful person. So if someone else says that they're not, they're not going to feel rejected because they value their opinion of themselves more than some stranger. So they're not going to feel a sense of being rejected. Does that make sense? So for some people, they make it very hard to feel rejected. Or in order for them to feel rejected, they'd have to believe in the false illusion that someone else's opinion is even something that's personal against them instead of just remembering that this person's probably suffering in their life. This person that's criticizing me, you know, they're in a bad state. They're struggling in their life. They aren't happy with themselves and they're just projecting that onto me. And so they're not going to feel rejected because they have a different belief about it, right? Or same thing with failure. What has to happen in order for you to feel failure? For some people, they feel failure anytime that something happens that they didn't expect or things didn't go their way. They set a goal and it didn't happen in the timeline that they expected. It didn't work out the way they wanted it to. The problem with that is that many things in your life are not going to work out the way you want. And so you're going to feel like a failure a lot. Other people, they believe their rule is saying, the only time I feel failure is if I didn't learn. If I learn that I'm not a failure, if I don't learn, then, then I am. Uh, or for them, they say, you know, I only feel failure if I don't try, if I don't give it my shot. And so for them, they only feel failure if they don't take action. And that can actually support them more because they're trying to avoid failure 
but the trying is going to ensure that they always take action. And so they're never going to feel like a failure as long as they try. So these rules are really what fuck us up. They can really destroy your life. And most people, they're not conscious of them. This is the software. This is the blueprint. This is the operating system, the model of the world that determines your behaviors, determines what you think, what you feel, determines whether or not you're watching this video still. It's going to be based on your beliefs and your values. Determines all the feelings and emotions that you experience in your life are going to be based on this. And whether or not they're sustainable for you, because you can feel them in the moment, but whether or not it's sustainable is going to be based on the rules that you have. So these are also so important for you to change. And by the way, whose, whose beliefs and whose rules are right? They're not yours. They're not mine. There's no right or wrong. You know, we have billions of people on this planet. Everybody values different things. Everyone has different beliefs. Everyone has different political beliefs, different religious beliefs, different spiritual beliefs. Um, I'm not as much interested in being right. Here's the problem with a lot of people. They want to be right instead of being happy, instead of being fulfilled, instead of being successful, instead of being free. For me, I'm willing to be flexible with my beliefs and to change my beliefs and my values in an intelligent way to determine what's going to make me the most fulfilled. Is this belief really serving me in my life or is it holding me back and disempowering me? Does it really benefit me by believing that I can't do this? And believing in this limitation and believing and making it so hard for me to feel these ways, is it really beneficial to my life and to others? Is it serving me? If it's not, I'm willing to change that. I'm willing to look at things in an intelligent way and say, hey, you know what? That's not serving me. Everyone else can believe that in society. I'm not going to buy into that limitation, right? Because, you know, I'm going to, I want to create this life instead. So I want beliefs that will serve me and empower me and create a fulfilling life and lead me in the direction of where I want to go. And that, my friends, is what will determine someone from success, happiness, freedom, abundance, living an incredible life, having an amazing relationship. Their beliefs and values are going to support them having that. If you wonder why someone has a great life, you got to look at their beliefs and values. If you wonder why someone has a shitty life, why they're depressed, why they're suffering from stress and anxiety all the time, why they're in a job that they hate, why they're in a relationship that they hate, why they're struggling financially, look no further than their beliefs and their values. Because if they valued something differently and believed something differently, they would take different actions and they would probably give up that job or leave that relationship or take different actions in their life to create success or make different decisions with what they buy, what they put into their body, what they do every single day of their life, right? It's all determined by that. But the third thing, the third thing that I'll share with you is your emotional state, how you feel. Now, what determines how you feel on a consistent basis is going to be your beliefs or rules around the certain emotions. But you can change your emotional state in a heartbeat. Right now, you could focus on something that you're grateful for. Put your hand on your heart and feel grateful right now. Right now, you could feel a sense of confidence and feeling unstoppable right now by using your body a certain way, by focusing on something that makes you feel confident, by focusing on something from your past that you achieved or something you did well. Right? Or even to visualize seeing things the way you want and seeing things working the way you want through visualization, you could feel confident. So you can change your states in an instant, but whether or not they're sustainable is going to be based on your values and your beliefs. Okay. Now, if you feel great, if you feel confident, if you feel excited, if you feel passionate, you're more likely to take action. If you feel tired, if you feel lazy, if you feel uh, insecure, if you feel shy, if you feel stressed, if you feel anxiety, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel fearful, 
then you're not going to take any action. That's going to determine your behavior as well. So learning how to condition your emotional states to condition the beautiful states that you desire in your life, empowering emotions, conditioning that through a morning ritual every day, building your state, building, you know, because we all, you know, your emotions are like muscles, right? The more that you challenge it, the more that you use it, the more that you feel and the more that you experience it. It's your emotional home, your default state of being. The more often you feel frustrated, the more easy it is for you to live in a state of frustration. The more often you feel happy, the easier it is for you to live in a state of happiness. You can rewire yourself. You can recondition your habitual emotions that you have in your life. And by doing so, you're going you're gonna to take different actions that will lead to success and lead to a better quality of life. So I'm not sure how long I've been talking for. I assume it's for a long time. I want to wrap this video up, but I wanted to go deep on these three factors. I could have broken this up and, you know, given you guys a lot less. I could give you a lot more, but I wanted to be respectful of your time and just to give you an explanation to help you understand your blueprint, your model of the world, and to have a better understanding of yourself, awareness, what you need to change, what you need to shift. And also to understand other people as well. Instead of judging them, understand and appreciate them and, and, and to understand why they do what they do. So listen, if you enjoyed this video, please give it a thumbs up. Please leave a comment below. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you want more like this. Um, you know, I often do more videos like this inside my Life Mastery Accelerator course because that's really where people want to go deep with me and here on YouTube. I hate to say it, oftentimes things are a bit more superficial than what people really desire. But um, inside my course, I like to give exercises and assignments and we actually do work. It's more of an action-based program than often just the general information that we put up here on YouTube. So I'll link that below for you as well. Um, but let me know what you think in the comments. Subscribe for more videos here on Project Life Mastery. Hit that bell icon to be notified of future videos so that you can get them here. But thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. God bless you. And I'll see you again in the next video. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.